0: You want to touch it? <laughs> that's my catchphrase. I'll send you a picture of it right now.
1: <laughs> that's, that's not necessary at
2: all, ever.
0: <laughs> uh, call my bluff, right? Uh, uh, look, look like Gonzo's
2: face. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait,
0: wait. Wait, so there's the dick... Which is Gonzo's nose. And then, and then his an vagina cat. is split sideways? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Is it blue and covered not, in fur? I'm not vertical. I'm a horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His vagina goes at right angles to his body.
1: I just... I just there's like, that leaves a lot of questions, too.
2: I just want to debunk that whole phrase. You've seen one, you've seen them all. No, not this one.
0: Every time I scratch my right inner thigh, I'm actually masturbating. <laughs> it's my Clitrus. <laughs> possibly it's a nice system it's it's an okay system
1: it's better than my system i just wanted masturbation as just what
0: well our system used to be to drink too much
1: (laughs) oh that's what it used to be that's right nowadays it's masturbation now it's
2: it's you just traded one vice for another uh less masturbation
0: more cough syrup and Try to masturbate and see which one happens first.
1: The difference is if I'm doing uh, either one in a car while driving, I can get into a lot of trouble.
0: Especially if you pass out before you finish. I mean, imagine that poor police officer coming up to your doorway as you've crashed into the local Baskin Robbins, wondering, oh, man, I wonder what this is. Oh, oh, well, then. We, we got a code
2: 2242. He's trying to add a 30-second flavor.
1: I can explain. This is all just Elmer's glue. I was, I had that in my car. You have violated the penal code.
2: <laughs> that was the idea.
0: 30-second <laughs> flavor. Serial <laughs> <laughs> masturbator, uh, recently employed at a Baskin-Robbins, arrested for trying to
1: oh, come on. invent he, a 30-second flavor. <laughs> you know, if you get caught doing that once while driving, it's not cereal. I'll have you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. we all we all assume
0: that every single man on earth is a serial masturbator. You're just the one that got caught by the cops.
1: Yeah, it comes
0: with the territory.
1: <laughs> I wasn't just the one; I was one of many who got by the cops.
0: I'm not saying it's not sexist. <laughs> 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 uh, that was a uh, that's some that's some solid preamble. I think I should be able to find something. In there. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's some there's some
1: goodies in there somewhere. Well, also, I mean, Robbins. it's not something it's not something you're just going to like jump into either. You got to prep for that if you're a guy. Seriously, you know, you got to have like paper towels and some lotion, and then you know, and you got to have you got to clean the, <laughs> some pans and
0: spoons. Gonna,
1: your yeah, your hands. Gonna <laughs> because <laughs> your hand's going to stick to the steering wheel after that
0: <laughs> 30 second flavor would you like a taster
1: <laughs>
2: it's already got chocolate on it <laughs> there the we go first
0: person afterwards it's like mm, I'll take a waffle cone of that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so salty oh
0: <sighs> <laughs> salted caramel is in. Why can't this? <laughs> Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast. A rated R podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society. I am your host, Will. And when I die, I'd like to be buried with all of my wife's vibrators. Because why should she be finally happy. With me this week, again, he's the manager at a used marital aid store called The Double Dipper, Danny. Hi, Danny. Hello. Uh, Joining us as well, a man that won't shut up about how great Jar Jar Binks is, ladies and gentlemen, Tiki. Hey, (laughs) Did you just
2: come up with that? (laughs) (laughs) No, I wrote that one down. (laughs) Uh, The original
0: draft was he won't shut up about the fact that it's Jar Jar Binks under Boba Fett's (laughs) head. (laughs) <laughs> but I, didn't want to get, I didn't want to get punched in the face the next time I see Yeah, <laughs> that's a little... That's fight that yeah. Oh boy. That's, that's rip-off-of-dick words. Bodily grievous harm would have been done to me, ladies and gentlemen. I think Tiki's got a tattoo of Boba Fett's helmet over his face by now. Do you have that yet, Tiki? No, I'm saving
1: up. Saving up? Gonna... <laughs>
0: Gonna put that on your Tinder profile?
1: <laughs> I did get some I did get some pretty badass bow with head stickers and I put those on my motorcycle, so everybody knows.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. How are you boys doing
2: tonight? I mean it's a Monday night.
0: I mean, I know this is a podcast about addiction, but could you do a little like meth or something? I, I was, was actually
1: like, really that pleased that Danny apparently has a calendar.
0: So <laughs> not just Google calendars. He's got an actual kitty calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's on the I, wall. I
2: ordered a pussy calendar, and they sent me the, one of the cats on it. But, mm. you know.
0: But you're keeping I, it because you spent
2: those 75 cents. <laughs> I did, and now I know what day it is.
0: And the tabbies are adorable. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys not have uh, uh, good weeks?
1: Uh, since the last time we talked? Seemed like last week really dragged. I don't know why. Just, it was really frustrating. There's a lot of I had a lot of uh, boredom on and off. And that's just always kind of the killer, you know. Sure.
2: It was uh, not a lot of a lot of fun stuff that happened last week. Weekend was good, but during the week was just the rat race, you know. Sure.
0: Job suck. Everybody out there, don't get a job. You'll be you'll be unhappy.
1: You'll be poor and homeless.
0: Fight the you'll... system. But you'll True so story. Happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fight that system.
1: And if, and if anybody tells you, you should go and, like, do something you love for a job, just understand that that thing you love will die and wither on the branch. <laughs> 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 That's is, that is some shitty advice. Hey, do something you really enjoy, but make it a job. Uh, the and then one... you'll really enjoy it even more.
2: Well, oh, the only thing that I love doing my wife won't pay me to do. <clears throat> right, that's the problem I have. It's like things I'm good at and things I love doing. I, I can't get a job. No one's gonna pay me to eat corn dogs and masturbate.
0: <laughs> what if you masturbated He's... with? A... Never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was... I was going down the same path, sadly.
0: <laughs> Where's that stick, Danny? <laughs> You're the only man I've ever known that that was happier with the stick inside him. <laughs> He's got a stick up his ass.
1: Corn dogs oh, I was, thinking, I was see, I was thinking that you were talking about like some sort of erectile dysfunction cure where he's like using it and taping it to his wang and making oh, it like stand a, up, like a dick splint, like a dick, a dick splint. Yeah, that's
0: I, an actual thing, you guys. So. Oh.
1: I work in the Just, OR. I've no, that's, <laughs> I've applied. This it. is gonna be this is gonna be like those Americans from last week, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Bringing them back? Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh my!
2: But, my buddy, after listening to this, sent me a picture of the "Make America Great Again" hat, but it said "Make a Merkin Great Again." I think we should we should get those. Merkins were always. We <laughs> I think I think that's a good call. I think <laughs> we should leave them the same again. red.
1: will oh, leave them in the same red color. That way, uh, you know. Trump supporters won't actually know the difference,
2: right? Yeah, but they, they won't run... be—they're they not able to read the the banner across the top. So <laughs> they, just, like, oh, they, yeah, just they just won't give you the, the wing print. Yeah, <laughs> and then you you almost like, start fights with liberals. They're like, "Hey, man, what? A- oh, yeah." Okay. The likelihood yeah.
0: of getting decked by a liberal who just sees the make a great. <laughs> yeah, you're not <laughs> gonna... reading in the context, which you know. If we on, if we're gonna dig on Trump supporters for not being able to read, we got to dig on. Liberals for not being able to parse context.
1: Now
2: throw. A well, I mean, your push. brain fills in the gaps, right? Like, so if you read it quickly, you won't see the Merkin piece. Make a Merkin mm.
0: great. You should probably I, mean, that's why, put...
2: I think that's why Merkins worked really well because if you're just in there quickly, you you don't notice the Merkin.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two Merkins schools can... of
2: thought in this country.
1: You either really love Merkin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's only two types of people. <laughs> People that we probably shouldn't, Merkin, people we probably shouldn't
2: flood this episode with Merkins like we did last time. Let's <laughs> just should, should move on.
0: Can we get a boat if we're going <laughs> to flood with Merkins? I just feel like I need a paddle.
1: I'm sorry. I'm still caught up on Danny's statement that you just, you know, it's there, you get in while well, you're there, but you're in and out real quick. And then I'm thinking, but who's just in and out real quick when it comes down to that region of the body is it glued on i Very mean efficient gynecologists yeah maybe that would that's maybe that's the like maybe really that's the best explanation
2: <laughs> you go down there you come in and like the glue hasn't dried yet or whatever so you come back up with an extra big mustache <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, most gynecologists are all women. Like, most of them. It's, it's a predominantly female-dominated oh. specialty in medicine. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> they go yeah, but, it does make sense. A, but just but
1: they, could just, they could just claim they're Italian and nobody would question it.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh, yeah, you're going to have to cut that one poor out, aren't you? Italians. <laughs> Man, nah,
0: they're white. Chin-whispered it's fine. grandmothers. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're they're European. It'll be fine. Oh, good stuff. Good good. What were we talking about before Merkins? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, who even knows? penis nose. Penis penis. Oh yeah, pe- penis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dick splints.
0: Not- no, don't call it a penis splint. This does <laughs> we don't need more syllables. <laughs> just dick splint, right? <laughs> Two syllables. You get you get the visual image of it. <laughs> Talk about turning it into Gonzo's nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh my wife, bless her, says that this joke is either about inappropriate things going into people's mouths, mouths, or inappropriate things going into people's anuses, with just a sprinkling of mental health awareness over the top, like a really, really shitty cupcake.
2: Oh, this podcast, you this mean? This podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we we uh, we're a niche market right here. <laughs> It's Is like, this
1: where we just we just admit that you know what maybe we're not that good at this part? That's possible. I'm
0: just saying, like for everybody that's listening right now, please, like space out your listenings. <laughs> Don't we're not we're not a binge worthy kind of a podcast. Like you know, put some Joe Rogan in here. That way you can at least get uh, something approaching professionalism.
2: I mean, unless you like just nonstop dick and butthole jokes than, than mm. we're your guys.
0: It's just, this is, oh God, it's just like open mic night at a,
1: at a there, comedy yeah. club. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of like dick and butt jokes and then there's like, oh, and don't drink and then like on the video games, dick and butt jokes. So, <laughs> You know, I could actually see your wife. I could see her being right on this one. She might be onto something.
0: She's got a doctorate. She knows what she's talking about.
1: Well, she is smarter than you.
0: That is so not inaccurate. <laughs> Truthful and it hurts. Danny, you didn't do uh you didn't do your little your little opening line.
2: You guys didn't claim to be alcoholics. Oh, that's right, that comes later in the show. Oh, oh we, didn't we didn't check in. Did. Yeah. Oh fuck. We
0: gotta check in then.
2: Yeah. All right.
0: <clears throat> I didn't do that. I've been trained.
1: <laughs> I've been
2: I've been trained.
1: <laughs> my name is Will, and I am an alcoholic. Uh my name is Tiki and I'm an alcoholic
2: my name is Danny, and I'm not an alcoholic, but I am the poster boy for contraception. <laughs>
0: are you are you an adult cautionary tale? <laughs> <laughs> or do we just do we just need to show up with you outside of abortion clinics? Yeah. <laughs> Stand there. This is what you're aborting,
1: ladies. Go on in. <laughs> Better get moving. Yeah, have all the have all the protesters just gonna walk away like, oh, we've been wrong this whole time. That's right.
0: <laughs> every single one of them is like, yeah, Jesus has no answer for him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he That's... took the wheel and he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he took
0: the wheel, he was drunk, and probably needs to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Jesus oh, has a problem. Fantastic. All right, so for checking, uh, this was an easy week. Uh, I was basically in the house or, or surrounded by family this entire week i went out and played uh <clears throat> went out and played poker on friday night and had a really good night um although i'm noticing with poker that uh, when i have a winning night um, i'm excited about it and it's enjoyable for uh, the period in time that i'm playing and i'm winning and then for about an hour afterwards when i lose I'm in like a downward spiral of how much of a fucking moron I am for hours afterwards. So now I'm having to like, have to like not go play when uh, my wife has something that she's got to do the next day. And it's important because I will keep her up until like two or three in the morning with, constant tossing and turning after I get home at like 10 30 and I just can't get to sleep because I feel like a fucking moron so here's hoping I become a regularly winning player or just get used to the to the losing swings because right now I'm up a little bit uh over the course of about 20 hours of play which is good and the last two sessions I've had have been winning sessions so that's good but as far as like Alcohol-related concerns. There's there's nothing there. This week, I I I did it right. I uh, didn't have anything that made Kate worry or feel that she was you know needing to get me to take a test or anything. So so good week. You know, good good week as far as the mental health aspects of things
1: are concerned.
0: Ticky, what you got, buddy?
1: Um, this week was actually kind of easy too. A little bit boring. A little bit of a grind, but. And not much happening um, I got out of the house a few times uh, which was nice I mean but it's not like I get out of the house you know, it's like I go to a grocery store or I'll ride my motorcycle for 30 minutes but it's it's enough to, to kind of you know stave off anything um, I haven't really had any desire to drink not really have had a few weird dreams where I where I've been around people that are drinking and I'm about to drink or things like that um, but other than that yeah I'm, I'm, I'm good man I was
0: I never thought that I would wish to have more wet dreams and less dry dreams. And by dry dreams, I mean the drinky dreams. The phenomenon of having Mm. and obsessing about drinking in your dreams. No, no, no. I'd rather wake up with uh, my chonies stuck to my inner thigh than wake up with the anxieties that are brought on by those stupid fucking drinky dreams.
2: Like, So these chonies, are you currently wearing them at the time or are they just stuck to you? I mean, like, oh, I barely move like, out oh, of bro. bed
0: these days, so they just sort of stay cemented.
2: <laughs> <laughs> After a while, they become a part of you.
0: It, they do. They become. A, it's really hard to like turn them inside out and save on laundry bills when I do that
2: too. But, but. they stand up on their own when you take them off.
0: <clears throat> it's true. Uh, it's hard to take the penis out through the little z in the front, though. So I just sort of stuff some toilet paper in through one of the pants legs when I need to bathroom.
2: When you need to bathroom
0: with the pee,
2: just get a diaper, dude. That's you what I see, do. the joke is funny because oh, we we got to explain one. Fuckers
0: got away from explaining my jokes. You're supposed to explain my <laughs> jokes once. once There'll now.
2: be plenty of opportunities. We still got <laughs> about, at least like 30 minutes left. <laughs>
0: at least, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm
2: gonna tell
1: 12 jokes that all bomb. Even if they even if they land, we actually probably still explain them. <laughs>
0: why y'all gotta ruin my good time it's rude it's rude
2: I I like that's it. why you invited us to this podcast right to mm. keep
0: my ego in check yeah. you fooled you i have a medium penis there's no ego there
2: <laughs> Solidly the average that's how i like to describe <laughs> myself
0: <laughs> yeah extra extra medium uh, i've been known to say uh when i've been getting out of the hot tub mediocre loving and moderate temperatures of course, they're like, sir, this is a rec center. Please put your pants back
2: on. There you go. <laughs> it's like, sir, there's no there's no nudity in this pool. It's pool? The...
0: I thought this was the fountain in front of the Bellagio. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep peeing back into it?
1: <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that always the problem? You, like, get in the pool and you pee. Nobody bats an eye. You stand at the edge of the pool and you pee into it. Everybody has a fucking problem. I just right. love
0: the idea of asking like anybody that works at the Bellagio, "Hey, what's the pee content of the fountains out front?"
2: Well, they got to they got to get them to change color somehow, right? <laughs> mm, it's a good call. It's a good
0: call. You can't do it with just the lights. Once again, we're this back is, on changing water color
1: artificially. This is this is this is something that requires everybody, right? This is a group effort. <laughs> this is what Danny's saying. Yeah, I mean, like, there's enough a,
2: drunks walking around on, you know, the Vegas streets. Yeah, that, well I
1: mean yeah but they're contributing
2: they crowdsource I mean. yeah like I mean yeah. the Bellagio didn't have to spend any extra money fanciest toilet I've ever stayed at it, it exits a bidet if you're if you're brave enough <laughs> mm.
0: that's a lot of bravery that was, yeah. <laughs> the only day the only to ever launch a man 45 feet in the air
2: that's <laughs> for those hard to reach places oh, for instance God. your Duodenum? <laughs> You making up medical terms just to confuse us? Oh, my us? duodenum.
0: No, that's uh, that's the uh, it's the highest part of the uh, small intestine.
1: Oh, it's, uh, actually, I, I know that, and I know, and the only reason I know that is because of an episode of Family Guy.
0: So. Yeah. Oh, my duodenum.
1: No, oh, my duodenum's acting <laughs> up. <laughs> it's a good, it was a great episode.
0: Danny, got any check-in thoughts?
2: Uh, no, not Mental really. Otherwise yeah i, uh, I uh, my brother had a uh, had some like a couple friends over so it was just you know two couples over to his place and they had been drinking so like while he is doing better than usual he's still very much um off the wagon gotcha he says well, some days are harder than others
0: you know yeah yeah uh, i mean it's true. That's that's totally true. There's
2: I can only imagine that like the barbecue setting, right? Have a couple friends over, get the grill going. Like beer is just a part of that, right? Like in 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 the norm, in the social norm of those kind of activities. So, yeah, you know. I imagine America, for right? for people trying to stay sober that that is an, an incredibly challenging scenario to be in. Uh, You know, uh,
0: so since I stopped drinking about two and a half months before COVID landed, uh, there's been no barbecues. And the only times that we've had friends over, it's been just folks in the medical community that are already sort of predispossessed to having gotten vaccinated anyways. So uh, our exposure risk was, was really low to being around other people which would have facilitated seeing other people drinking. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a really good question. That'll be something that uh, that yeah. I'll have to think about the next time that I' that I'm around more than you know just a few people.
1: Dude, I was I remember I'm a consultant and in my previous life we, I mean, drinking was just such a big part of the culture of, of, of that work. We had a cybersecurity conference at this one hotel and I had, uh, this is the first time I quit drinking, I, was, I don't know, I was probably on month, month four or something like that, and uh, just surrounded by people, I mean, there's like free beer everywhere, free beer, free wine, um, you know, and then of course, like, it's like, they're like, oh, you have to cover your own tab if you go out to the bars in town, and it's in Orlando, right next to Disney World, so, and there, there's just a lot of temptations there, and it, and it certainly didn't make it any easier. Sure. Um, in fact, one of the things that helped the most while I was there was I uh, was hanging out with a manager of mine, a guy I worked with and traveled all over the world with, and he knew that I had quit drinking, and he he didn't drink; he just never started um, in the course of his life. And uh, having him around, having that kind of moral support, was really helpful. But yeah, that. The, the environment you're you're in can be really uh, that can that can dictate a lot it can be really tough
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: and it's, and it's not as easy as some people would say well don't go to don't put yourself in this environment like motherfucker i got friends i want to see
0: yeah <laughs> i got socializing that i want yeah. to do thank you yes bars and barbecues
2: yeah,
1: brothels. And I, <laughs> another, I just need another. another B word. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. had, had to get the alliteration going.
2: Yeah, there's definitely other vices to partake of at a brothel, like, like prostitutes. <laughs> well, oh yeah, yeah I name, guess prostitutes. Name
1: one. <laughs> it's
0: not. A, you don't go there for the prime ribs, son.
1: <laughs> yeah, you go there for the colonics. <laughs> yeah. It's like going to the, it's like going to the strip club and they're like, "We've got a free buffet right over there." And I'm like, "Well, I did pay you twenty dollars for my entry fee, so." Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my grandfather always told me that you could, you can get a less expensive colonic, but you can't get a cheaper one than at a brothel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were all classically trained at, you know, roto rooting. I mean, are we we're yeah. bringing that up
1: again. I already told you how I how I felt about it with my neighbor. Just. <laughs>
0: We already talked about parking the van.
2: Outside. Have you talked? Have you talked to her since? No. Probably not. <laughs> no. Duh. Yeah, she she knows your schedule now. She's <laughs> avoiding that parking lot meeting. I have to go to work, but first <laughs> let's
0: check the let's check the outside camera. <laughs> is he gone? Is he coming? Where Where is he?
1: <sighs> so yeah, that was uh, more of my life, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Nice. So, uh, this week on the podcast, we are going to talk a little bit about things that are adjacent in terms of mental health to addiction. One of those things is bipolar disorder. <clears throat> and the person that has the most direct relationship with that is our good friend and Jar Jar Binks enthusiast, Tiki. <laughs>
1: Had to had to slip that one in there, didn't you?
2: I'm getting you a doll for Christmas. He said had to. Which, a doll which kind of American. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I've I, I've uh, I've lived with bipolar for probably since I was 16. So um, when quite were a long you officially time.
0: diagnosed with it, though?
1: No, no, I wasn't. I was officially diagnosed when I was in my mid30s I think it was 34, 35. Um, and my I grew up my mom and my sister and my older brother are all are uh, bipolar and uh,
0: okay so family history
1: yeah, there is a family history and uh, and, and I'd always been would not say use the word terrified but I'd always been scared of the idea that I might be diagnosed that way and when I was it was just really felt like my whole world had been just shattered Um, a lot of my self image was just gone. Just, it's, it's a strange thing, but it, um, it did explain why I had been drinking so much during the course of my life sure. and, uh, how much I'd been self-medicating. And it was something that I wanted to bring up before, but, um, didn't have a good time for it. And, uh, go ahead. Well, all right. So two decades, can you,
0: can you tell us? When you started drinking, when you really think that you may have been doing it as uh, as medication. Because nobody, you know, nobody goes from one to a hundred with addiction, usually with alcoholism, I don't think. I think it's a slow burn that takes, you know, a little bit of time. I don't think that, you know, it's it's binge drinking every week. Uh, for the majority of people that are suffering. Now, that's anecdotal, and I don't have anything, like, no stats to back that up. But I, like, I know that in my case, it was years of, you know, on the weekend and then a beer here and there and then a beer every day and then two beers a day and then, you know, it's now, I'm now in my late 20s and then a shot and a beer and then two shots and two beers and now I'm in my 30s and it's a six-pack and it's, you know, so... <clears throat> when, when did you start drinking, and when do you think that your drinking got heavy enough that you were self-medicating?
1: Um, So I'd probably say around the time that I was somewhere in my, in my mid-teens, like 15, 16, 17, something like that is when I started drinking. Okay. Um, and, and I, I mean, I, I pushed that pretty hardcore from day one like I pursued alcohol um on a pretty regular basis um trying to get anybody who could or would buy it for me um and ultimately when I had like you know when I was 21 and I was old enough to buy it for myself then it was you know just an easier thing to, to continuously get a hold of but it was always trying to get to a mental state where I felt um i i could feel uh high i could feel like manic i could feel above away from my depression and that would work for a little while but then as the alcohol wore off usually my depression you know my depression and everything else would just become worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. so i i think that i mean for me i don't i looking back it with it was a slow burn at first but that's because i wasn't old enough to buy it sure
0: uh, yeah i mean yeah, it's a limitation that's on uh, anybody that drinks in that period in time. So do you think it sort of exploded after 21? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah definitely. It? Yeah.
1: Def- definitely exploded yeah. after 21. Yeah, I, 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 I've had jobs and, and uh, careers and, and this and that, and I, I do not have 401Ks or money to show for any of those. Uh, it was all blown on alcohol. Harkens back to our
0: conversation about all that extra money that we now have
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean the 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 thing of it is is um so so the question and I've pondered this one a little bit myself because I was self-medicating and then I and then I've quit drinking and I don't have any I didn't have any DTs I my withdrawals really are not that bad my temptations aren't that bad
0: Mm -hmm.
1: is is it that I was never an alcoholic or was it that I was self-medicating there's like some gray area right there that i'm really wondering about but the reality is that i it, it doesn't matter i can't go back to drinking right like I, I just can't and i had a lot of the other symptoms in terms of binge drinking and and, and not being able to pace myself not being able to control it um and then doing it like every night pretty much that yeah. really contributed uh, very heavily
0: Fuck moderation yeah Moderations yeah. for pussies, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeez. that's 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 the message
2: right there. There's a little toxic masculinity for you.
0: We'll just throw that in there. We're gonna put that on a T-shirt for
2: everybody. Moderations for pussies, bro, <laughs> yeah.
0: bro, bro. Yeah, you gotta have the
2: bro in there, otherwise, it's not peer pressure.
0: Seriously, I kind of feel like like with statements like that and make American make American great again, <laughs> we can be responsible I'll for an uptick right in. Uh, problematic
2: frat boy behavior right what's our merch going to be like for around that <laughs> dark
0: and full of context that if you don't listen to the show you're going to get
2: punched for right <laughs> kind of the, counterproductive kind of sh- to our message yeah. the shirt that
1: says look at the shirt that's just basically don't wear this in public we could actually just put that warning label on a bunch of it
2: <laughs> nah like on the tags i like the shock value
1: Oh no no, no no I'm not saying that they won't. I'm just saying we just put it on the
2: tag. Really? That fine
1: way we're print. covered. It's really. like the
2: no lifeguard on duty sign. That way, you know, like yep. if somebody gets really pissed, we're like, oh it's on the tag, you didn't look at it. That's why it yep. shrank when you tried to dry it. That's yeah, exactly.
1: So
0: you get diagnosed you said in your mid thirties, right? Yep. Yeah. So you get diagnosed in your mid thirties and your self-esteem takes a big, gigantic hit, because it's like anything. We hear the news from the doctor, regardless of mental health or physical health, having something that is potentially life-changing, and it throws us for a loop. I mean, just coming out as an alcoholic, that entire week was the lowest point in my entire life. I've never had anything that more effectively damaged my sense of self-worth than admitting to not only myself, but my wife, who I'd been lying to, and then to physicians who I know aren't going to, like, as somebody that's an allied health practitioner, I know that physicians, especially physicians that are sort of on the front line of this kind of stuff, they're trained not to judge you. And it was still just uh, a rock bottom fucking week for me. So, what did you do immediately after you got diagnosed? How what 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 was your mindset? Walk us through. Um, i i you know,
1: called, I time. called a couple of my old friends. Uh, my mindset was that I wasn't right in my head. My self confidence, my self esteem was down to the floor. I talked to my wife about it. I talked to one of my friends, um, and he, he had this really great response and I was like, I was just diagnosed bipolar and he was like, oh, that's good news. And I was like, what, what do you mean? He goes, well, now, you know, the problem, you can begin to deal with it. And you know, and he was, he was pretty, pretty much spot on on that one. Um, it's just that it's, uh, with bipolar, it's it with the medication, it can be a grind. Um, they put you on one thing and then they see how that affects you and how that works out. And then you know, in a week or two weeks, they might decide, okay, let's add something else. And this continues until finally, like, did they find, like, you know, we find, like, some sort of, like, happy medium, happy balance for a person. Um, Because as we all hit, um, as well as we all start off, like, on our first bit of medication to get stable in terms of our moods, um, most bipolar people, I mean, I'd say 99% of them are not going to fall into that perfect euthymia, you know, that center balance category of, of like normalcy. Like we're just, it just doesn't happen. You wind up a little bit manic or you wind up a little bit depressed. And for me, I wound up on the depressive scale, uh, pretty bad for a little while. Um, had to get on antidepressants. And then there's, uh, my, my older brother, he was the one who brought this up. He's like, they put you in some medicine to deal with like the, the anxiety, like the little voice in your head that makes you think people are out to get you. And I, I hadn't told anyone about that. Yeah. <laughs> but he already <laughs> knew. He's like, he was just, he's just, I was like, yeah, I mean, but and, and and strangely enough, talking to him as, you know, as I said, he's bipolar, but talking to him actually really helped quite a bit. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of empathy there. For well, everyone. yeah, but
0: like, it <laughs> was kind of a funny story too. Like, like tell the audience where you were. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh oh yeah that one i, I have told you that i'm sorry to tell the whole thing i was at disney world and i was in epcot and my older brother called me and he said hey how are you doing i heard you get diagnosed bipolar blah blah blah. i just hadn't bothered to tell my entire family about it but he found out and i was like yeah And he's like how are you feeling and and for the first time i actually felt kind of normal just talking to him i hadn't really felt uh right since i'd been diagnosed um he goes what do they uh, what do they have you on what's the medicine they have you on and we started talking through different medications what he's on versus me and that's when he brought up like this you have that one for like that doesn't help you or that helps you keep people from like you know basically you, you know you're not paranoid and i was like yeah i got something for that and he goes i gotta tell you he goes the, the medication the drug that i'm on it just he's like I don't know about you but I just can't come and I'm like what and he's like yeah dude and he's like I'm doing my wife and like I just I just can't I really really just can't and she's she gets mad at me and she starts yelling she's like you can finish up already I got stuff to do and he's like oh come on so, <laughs> so his response would be
0: okay stick out your tongue
1: he's <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah he's just telling me these teeth tell me this and I was like oh yeah, It's like the appropriate Epcot <laughs> me, talk. I'm like everyone well, yeah. you're, like you're right in the middle
0: of like the Canada section of Epcot. <laughs> yeah.
2: The nicest place on earth. <laughs> Truly. Yeah.
1: So it was a, it was a, it was interesting. So, but I, I think that everybody kind of goes to their own trials with that. Uh, for me, it's a. Uh, I'll have. I have lithium, which is a, which is a base metal. It's a heavy metal, and it'll be with me for the rest of my days. Yeah. Um, whatever I've taken so far, whatever is still trapped inside my body will be there forever. And so I may as well be licking lead paint.
2: I mean, I'm sure you can get that gerbil out someday. <laughs> uh, you don't have to kill
0: the gerbil. It's not like Danny's tapeworm. You don't have to kill it first.
2: <laughs>
1: so that was, yeah, that's that's kind of um, that's kind of where it's been at. The, the main thing is, is, is that I started my my whole thinking is is still when I started drinking. It was, I mean, there's a pretty good correlation to the age when my bipolar would have started, how I was acting. I can look back on that pretty clearly and say, yeah, these things were definitely, you know, symbiotic. And um, you know, uh, it, and a lot of people would want to talk about like depression, right? Bipolar depression's bad. Like you can't get out of bed. Some days it can be really, really brutal uh, on, on people. I've met other people who are bipolar, and just listening to them describe their lives in detail with, with that kind of problem is just un, unbelievable to me, because um, so I've just never hit that low, I don't think. But um, my bigger concern has always been the mania side of it, the manic, so you have the, you have the depressive side, which is your, your downward, low energy, suicidal thoughts. Very easy to spot. You see somebody like that. It's really easy. It's pretty easy to spot that. Uh, well, we're conditioned as a society to spot that, I should say. But mania is something totally different, where you can suddenly one day decide, you know, that you want to just um, sell your house, invest it in a in a hot dog stand, and put that hot dog stand somewhere in like an airport, and like have no experience whatsoever running a restaurant. But that's what mania does. It convinces you that you can do these things. Um, It convinces you can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Climb a mountain. I I have no mountain climbing experience or equipment. I can probably pull this off in my, you know, penny loafers. So so, um, for me, the other thing is, is that even after I got medicated, I was still drinking. And I was drinking as a supplement to my medication to try and push my mood a little bit better, a little bit further, a little bit looser. And um, I always had a fear that I would get manic one day and I would just wind up kind of just burning my life down Um, and I'd wind up divorced. My house would be gone and my kids would be gone. And, you know, that's kind of what wound up happening. And I'm pretty sure it was a a bout of mania, but it was brought on because I was drinking as much as I was and it prevented my medication from keeping me in check. So that's my my big share for the day.
0: Uh, I mean, that's a huge share, dude. That that's, yeah, pretty fucking monumental. Um, <clears throat> and, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Like, you know, one of the things that the group is supposed to be when you go to a mutual support group is being able to say anything that comes up, and the, you know, we've we've spoken about how that's kind of what I feel this podcast is for me personally. So, you're being able to do that knowing that both Danny and I know you and have known you for years. There's no, you know, anonymity at least between the three of us. Uh that that's that takes so much moral uh and character fortitude and I uh I I appreciate the shit out of that, dude. Seriously. Nope. In an unrelated note, my wife just slapped me in the face with one of her tits. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked into the into the recording booth and, pow and then walked out. I think she changed clothing, but I was dazed for a second. <laughs> that's
2: how she that's how she conceals the magic, right? Of the the quick wardrobe change. Problem. Titty slap and then I wham. I can't,
0: I can't tell if she's like angry at me because she slapped me, but there was a titty, so maybe she was happy. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't.
2: I know if I've ever been slapped out of anger by a titty. <laughs> like,
0: Slap you... you in the face with a titty, and <laughs> we'll see how you feel about her, right, buddy?
2: <laughs> yeah, but she probably won't be angry. She'll be like, you know what? Challenge accepted. <laughs> Bring that mook over here. <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah, ring that motherfucker's um... bell.
1: Like uh, this isn't a competition. This isn't a competition. You want to jump into lightly,
2: sir? <laughs>
0: It's true. Uh, remember, my my face is so much softer than yours because you lay you you weigh less than, than I do, and I've got yeah my beautiful. my
2: round and extra chins have <laughs> receded, and I you can actually see my jaw now, so that's pretty cool. Aww, that is good, dude. You Congrats.
0: look masculine, even if you don't sound it. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, uh, the last kind of question that I had for you, Tiki... Uh, it's kind of a two-parter. Um, so the first part is, you know, where do you see yourself on the spectrum of bipolar severity?
1: Um, so I have been uh, diagnosed. I am, it's called type two rapid cycling. Uh, so there's type one and type two type two, I believe is, I don't tend to have as many highs and my highs aren't as high and my lows aren't as low. Okay. Um, but my rapid cycling is that if I'm, if I'm not on my meds, then my mood can shift pretty rapidly. Um, And, and, and one of the, one of the really crazy things is they said that if you ever stop your medication, they're like, yeah, if they ever stopped and expect all of your symptoms to come back like tenfold, like worse than they ever were like, Oh, kind of got me coming and going on that one. So
0: like the seesawing effect that I've noticed, like, so Mm -hmm. I have a couple of members of my family, my extended family, that are bipolar as well. And I haven't talked to them so I don't know directly whether they're, you know, well controlled or not. But I know that seesawing can be an issue where you get diagnosed, you get on the meds, things get better, you feel better, you go off the meds because you feel better and you're resentful of the meds, and then things get out of control again. And I've I've known like one or two people that I've worked with in years past that have had this issue and they would dude, they would show up with like fresh bruises and scars on their faces. Like, like not, not because somebody else was hitting them, but because they were doing things that were dangerous because they were in manic States. Yeah. So, uh, is that, is that ever a concern that you have?
1: Uh, the seesawing effect. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, so, I mean, it happens. I, I, I live with it right now. Um, I just, I just have uh, adjusted myself to a point where I I don't tend to get really, really moody or anything like that. I've gotten to a good point where I can be like level. Um, but I still have those moods. I mean, you want to hear something really fucked up. Like every time I pick up, not every time, but sometimes when I pick up the, the bottle of lithium, as I'm taking my medication, I pick that up and I think to myself, I have enough drugs in here to kill me like twice over. I'm not going to do anything with that knowledge. I just happen to that that thought pops in my head that yeah, yeah I, you. I I've been given I've been given it. Not only is this lithium the cure for the uh, the treatment for my bipolar, but it's also the like the, the like the ultimate end of it too. If I want the
0: cure for life,
1: the <laughs> cure for yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the, 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 the seesawing is, is an effect. Um, it depends upon how well somebody's medications are working typically, uh-huh. um, as well as of course, whether or not you're combining those meds with alcohol, sure. um, that can, or, or even with actually even with marijuana, I've had really bad effects with marijuana. Like I just, <laughs> it's that's more humorous, more funny than anything else, but like really stupid, like, wow, my brain just shut down and sharded all over the place. <laughs>
2: Oh man, brain, nothing worse than a brain, brain shark. Yeah. Does
1: that come out of the ear? Yeah. How do you Dude, wipe? Dude, felt that like off. it came out of every part of my head. Like it was, which is a which is a funny. I was I was watching Elysium and I got high, and I somehow my brain couldn't connect short term memories, so I couldn't figure out how Matt Damon had gone from like wearing like you know like a. Like those hydraulics, like well, somebody disassembled their back door and put it on Matt Damon. Why'd they do that? <laughs>
0: he weren't and like he was just there's... in
1: Prague with a redhead. What the hell? Yeah, he doing with hydraulics <laughs> on his ass. <laughs> like shooting, like there's all these people shooting, and I'm like, why are they shooting? Who the hell's that guy in that plane? Oh God, that guy's dead. Hope it wasn't important. Okay, everyone's running away now. <laughs> oh, it got wasn't to like, important. Like, it be, yeah, so I'm like, so you're like, oh, we're in space. So the whole time I'm leaning over to Cinco and I keep on asking him how we got to this point. Like, hey, man, I think I missed something. When when did we get here? Like, how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's (laughs) not exactly a cerebral show. You certainly managed to make it that. That's (laughs) awesome. It's like every five minutes I got a tap on the shoulder. Hey, uh. Is this in English? Yeah.
0: I hate these fucking foreign films. <laughs> what the
1: hell? It's fucking arty shit, man! Artsy bull crap. Is this a Werner yeah. Herzog movie? <laughs> man, how did Jodie Foster show up?
0: <laughs> Is she gonna say Chicopee in like that one movie? You know
1: <laughs> now. Yeah, dude. I was. I was like. I. I basically like, had to like save off like ever. Ever smoking marijuana again? Smoking pot? I just the way it interacts with the medication and the fact that I had to listen to Singo for like two days straight bitching me about being a retard. Like just, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you shouldn't do this ever again. You're annoying as hell. <laughs>
0: that's, 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 I had that's a new, yeah. Fucking funny. I just, I, just, I just love the idea of you doing that for, like, everything. How did these Cheez-Its get inside of this Cinnamon Toast Crunch Box? <laughs>
1: click <Cook. laughs> <laughs> probably would have happened. Who put a <laughs> bathtub inside of my bedroom? I don't understand. I, I drank, like, a can of beer while we were sitting there, and I just kept on drinking it, and I kept on forgetting. Like, I, like it, it was, I don't know, it was, like, empty, like, half through the movie, but I couldn't remember, and I kept picking it up. And I was like, and then I then I would like go to like ask Cinco to get me a beer, or I'd think that I could go get myself a beer, and then I would just forget that I even wanted a beer, and I'd go back to watching Elysium and not knowing what the hell's going on. <laughs> and I start bothering Cinco. The-
0: He'd show up in the neighbor's bedroom <laughs> and, like, "What? Where's? Why did you turn off
2: Elysium? <laughs> I was watching that. Uh, where's where? Matt Damon? Is Tom Hanks in this movie? I like that guy." <laughs> I saw some
1: spaceships earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I heard this movie's got a theme about healthcare. Is that <laughs> is that true? Is Patch Adams in this?
0: I swear <laughs> to God, I love Robin Williams. <laughs> you know, be good right now, Morgan Mindy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it was. I know I couldn't have. I, there's no way I could have. Uh, looking back on that, I couldn't have thought up Morgan Mindy. I could. I just couldn't have conjured that in my brain. It was, it was really, really awful. That's hysterical. so uh, so uh, so uh, good lesson, kids. Uh, don't mix your medications, and uh, don't do drugs. <laughs> drugs are bad. I'm <laughs> All
0: right. So last question. I I know that I I bookended a second question, uh or a third, yeah, second question in there, and I'm asking a third one now. Um, okay. So. Now that you've got your bipolarism and your alcoholism in control for the time being because you know' that's, that's all we can really commit to is you know the one one minute at a time, 110 minutes at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time, you know you, you start working in, in increments like yeah like that until you get it under control. Right.
1: Um, how's life? Uh, pandemic, well, it's kind of boring. Uh, if I was to talk about my alcoholism and my bipolar, sometimes it feels like I'm drunk and in charge of a bicycle heading down a steep hill. Huh. Yeah, I just don't know where it's going to end and I'm not too sure how, if I going to be able to stay on it forever, but for right now it's, it's going along pretty good. The pandemic has made me kind of, I mean, boring. Yeah. Like I, like I have a motorcycle, but I talk about it like people talk about fucking, uh, like. Keto or standing desks, you know, like they, you just, you, yeah, like I get it. You're, a, we get it. You're a vegan. You're They're the like vegan. Me. I'm like, I have a motorcycle. <laughs> I'm a it's vegan. Awesome.
0: I'm an atheist, and I have a motorcycle. Yeah,
1: yeah, I got you. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone's like, you know what? You're boring, and nobody likes you. I'm like, fuck. So Somebody yeah, likes you. Somebody it's going well. Uh, I mean, all in all, I, I'd say that it's, I, I'm in, I'm in a good place with it. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that.
0: That's good. That's right. I mean, that's you work with the here and now, right? You know, this week I didn't drink. I can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm going to tell you that I don't want to drink tomorrow. But all I can say is today was good. So, all right, everybody. We're going to be back after a message from our fantastic sponsor, Anchor FM. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thanks so much for sitting with us. Uh, so, in the break between segments, Tiki asked about our metrics. So, I think it's a good time to, to, to chat about that really quickly. So, as of about 5 p.m. tonight, uh, we had 44 individual listeners <clears throat> with... 36 listens over the past seven days. So that's over the last seven days. Over the lifespan of the podcast, since this is episode eight, we've now been going for about two months, we have 307 listens, which for having seven published episodes, I'm pretty freaking proud of. That's pretty freaking awesome to me, I think. I'm pretty proud of what we've created. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's good. I think, you know, like anything, any other you know, kind of spontaneous art form. It's going to, it's going to hit really well. Sometimes going to hit not quite as well other times, but I, every single episode that we've done so far, I've been pretty
2: friggin' proud of. So it's like a, it's like a
1: really good bell movement. Huh?
2: <laughs> Makes you feel different when you're done, right? Yeah. lighter Unless weight, spring page. in your step for the really good ones. I just yeah, want to leave everything be in the toilet with this podcast. <laughs> I do. I don't want to come back to it later. <laughs> we leave, we leave streaks on the bowl. That's, that's really that's, that's, hel- that's how you know it's does. that's
1: how you know it's healthy, right? I
0: don't want to I don't want to start thinking about this uh, this podcast in terms of things that might show up in my toilet bowl later. The Merkin joke is a floater. <laughs>
1: it just won't flush. It won't flush. flush we no, wanted it's... to get
0: rid of it like every other turd. Yeah, I, I thought I thought
1: you were going to be upset because we were talking about something coming out of your butt. You know, I mean, right, the, right the rampant poop. poop jokes
0: uh, are not as classy as uh, mm. the John Stamos uh, uh, pseudo homoeroticism that we've got going on. But
1: uh, uh, I haven't uh, I haven't heard you talk about John Stamos in a little while. He's so too. dreamy. Is everything okay there?
0: Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. I just want to build suspense for the next time that I talk about him on the next oh, episode yeah. of the Savers Boys and Podcast. All right, it'll be an all Stamos sure. rock block, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We're <laughs> going to be talking about it for exactly two hours straight. Danny and Tiki have decided not to be a part of that episode. It's just going to be me staring at my microphone, which I've actually turned into a doll of John Stamos. Uh, don't
1: does it have me. a Merkin? It does not. Yeah, but it, uh, but it's, 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 it's the crotch, is what you're talking into, right? That's how that.
0: I've been collecting belly hairs to make a little doll Merkin for him. <laughs>
2: It's definitely a, s- a spin-off why like don't you- solo project <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what yeah.
1: just have your- why' don't you just have your wife hanging under those back hairs? Here? me and my
0: Stamos. <laughs> I told you I went back in time
1: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: shaved the uh, flux capacitor design <laughs> in my back hair we went back in time and I don't have I don't have body hair anymore it's great oh okay all right I, I gave myself radioactive alopecia <laughs> that joke is not funny.
2: Oh, I don't know what alopecia is, so you lost me. That's a lack of hair. Oh, on all the parts, oh. which. So you have to explain the joke now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just... <laughs> Fuck you for walking me right into that.
2: <laughs>
0: <of a> <laughs> <laughs> Sabatia
1: Dude, it's funny because uh, so... alopecia is used for regrowing people's hairs on their yeah. head.
0: Propecia is for growing hair. Alopecia like, is why you get propecia.
2: <laughs> I feel like this is a great time to, seg- you know, just go right into video games. <laughs> so we talk yeah. about
0: video games on this podcast. Yeah. Time. Between really poop a- and Stamos and yogurt, we talk about video games and other gaming and geekery stuff. So, Tiki, you had a little blast from the past, kind of a kind of an inspiration for this week's podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, I used wants. to play uh. Blood Bowl with a buddy of mine, uh, our mutual friend. You our know Mutual who? friend? Is that yeah. Russ? Yeah, that's Russ. Yeah, uh,
2: and, your only um, friend, James. Like, let's just let's just narrow that down.
0: No, he gets the motorcycle that he sits side saddle on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's hard to work that brake sometimes. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> He's, got he- cool helmet, He's got a cool not, helmet, though. He's got It's it's not like I'm building pottery with the guy. Okay, come on. <laughs> No, <laughs> so you reserved that for Patrick Swayze. Oh, new theme song. Tim, <laughs> It's, uh, right it's righteous
1: brothers' time. Okay, so uh, so Blood Bowl, which was kind of a, I guess, more of a rugby esque game uh, with like forward passing, um, mutants, other characters, creatures. So you had humans and orcs, but you also had elves and so it's it was very... it was actually very it was very fantasy based. But it was yeah, like fantasy based characters decided to play rugby and beat the crap out of each other. It's it would be B&D this game. Football, right? um yeah you could call it that i mean it's it's uh i think that uh was reading up the rules once about you could have a tree ant and the tree ant can actually take the goblin and smash him against the ball because the ball was spiked so it would stick the goblin to the ball and then throw it into the end zone and as long as they didn't become separated it counted as a touchdown so you could like sacrifice your own your own players for that um but anyway, the I, I, I ran into it a few years ago uh, on Xbox 360, and they had actually converted the platform from the tabletop to uh, electronic gaming, and they kept the rule set pretty close to the original game. And it it I mean I just had an absolute blast with it. The only thing I didn't like was the probably the color commentators just only had like seven or eight lines each, and that got old real fast.
0: Oh, in the dark, dark ages of uh, the Xbox <clears throat> yeah. 360.
1: But it was still a great game, and I've seen that Blood Bowl 2 is out now. I don't know if it's Xbox One or not, but I was uh, eyeballing you to be downloading that as well. Um, the, the, the Blood Bowl games in general were just a lot of fun. Is um, it on Steam? I believe it I is.
2: I think they are, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think they are. So maybe they'll go on sale the next time Steam decides to have a sale because the moon is half full and some rats cross the street. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Steam. they, uh... I, I love those Steam sales. They just make it up, though. It's like, why are you having a sale? They're like, reasons. Oh,
2: there's shitty games out there that need to be uh, that need to be yeah. sold. Blood Bowl 2 is on there, and there's a Blood Bowl 3 coming.
1: What? He says. Yeah. Yep. So that was actually yeah that was that was kind of like my uh my little my little my little jump on that one. Um, well, it's a fun the game. I thought level they level. did a good job moving from the the tabletop to the platform, although they really just kind of like converted the rule sets. So it wasn't like it was super original in terms of what they did. At the same time could have used more races and could have used more uh, uh, lines to the color commentators. But other than that, I had a, I had a really fun time playing it.
0: So basic gameplay was good. Thematically, you had a good time with it. You you like the sportsing game.
1: The, I don't even you know that, that's the thing. I don't even like sports games.
0: Well, didn't you I, say that there was like a Madden reskin of it or something?
1: i uh, no, that's uh that's Mutant League Football that they've oh, reskinned okay, okay. with like okay. Madden. That looks really cool. I mean, it looks really cool, but at the same time, I'm pretty terrible at sports games. So, gotcha. that's the reason i don't like them if i'm being honest so is that a is that a looking forward to is that something you played recently um i have it on my xbox one yeah and i played i just i just happened to have played it the other day oh okay cool just turned it back on and i was like oh yeah so we're
0: yeah All right. so two out of the three of us are, are are kind of rediscovering games that we've that we've played previously that's kind of cool
1: yeah, it's it's the Xbox 360 it's not like it's retro gaming but
0: you know. yeah I mean where does retro gaming really like begin because my kids have never seen an Xbox 360 and we have you know all the game systems because I'm a gamer so yeah I maybe that's something we'll cover with the the retro game episode you know at a later date down the road everyone ooh teaser. Yeah. Huh. Got anything you're looking forward to other than, than Blood Bowl 2 or 3?
1: Not at the moment. I'm still playing a lot of uh, Valheim as well. Sure. sure. I just Valiant. need to break away from that every once in a while.
0: It's very popular.
1: I, I've heard that it's very popular.
2: Very popular.
1: Like John Stamos in high school popular.
2: Oh, God. Uncle
1: Jesse. Mm.
2: Yeah, it sold... Um, several million copies so it's uh, for for an early access game it is it over is killing five it. million
0: copies for an early access game that's yeah I like I don't even know how that word of mouth spread because I don't remember seeing like I picked it up uh, fairly early and this is gonna be like my one hipster moment for the day um, I picked it up before <laughs> it got a lot of widespread attention for the five million. Sales like, like maybe like a week or two uh, beforehand, and I thought it was pretty amazing that it got that widely uh, distributed. I mean, that that five million in sales that I'd like to sell five million of almost anything, yeah, almost anything.
1: The pet rock, you know, I'd sell five million pet rocks. He was a millionaire. See, that joke is actually from. Office space.
2: <laughs>
1: so You
0: should feel as bad as Will does when he has a joke that doesn't land.
1: I I don't though.
0: You see that's funny because
1: <laughs> I just have no conscience here. <laughs> uh,
0: Danny, what's uh what's on your mind this week?
2: So <laughs> the pandemic has altered the rate of my gaming life like gaming is kind of my main hobby your masturbatory
0: hobbies have not changed in any way shape or form though
2: no i mean i've just learned to multitask better right (laughs) um lots of games you can play with just the mouse these days it's it's happening right um, now folks
0: it's happening right
2: (laughs) so i have 550 games in my steam library holy crap i do you know, various Steam day-ending-and-why sales, right? <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, I'm going to grab this. It's 90% off for no reason. Is Steam
0: like a casino where they're, like, offering you free buffets now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I
2: mean, be. you know, they just... They, they make a lot of money on their sales, right? Like, so they... It, it behooves them to have as many as possible. Um, and, you know, there's, like, midweek sale and the weekend sale. Uh, and I have like 140 games on my wishlist, right? I keep my wishlist very up to date. So, you know, you get an email or you get a notification on the steam app saying, Hey, one of your, one or 10 of your games is on sale on steam. So, you know, over the time that I've been a steam customer, I've stockpiled 550 games, 551 actually. But, um, so there's always something to play. (laughs) Um, I'll play a single-player game that I'm really into, right? I'll have multiple multiplayer games that I'm playing with friends. Um, I finish a single-player game, I get, I get kind of excited. I'm like, ooh! I go, I go shopping within my within my own closet, right? It's like, I, I always get really excited to start a new game. I like starting games, especially if it's something I've never played before. It's like that, it's it's all new, you know. You don't know it, where anything is, and it's kind of exciting. So there's, there's like a, a new game excitement that I get. Well, because of COVID and I haven't been doing as many social activities going out, I've just been gaming. So I've gone through all of the single player games that I have that interest me. I have lots of games in my library that do not <laughs> interest me. I don't know how I got them or is this like, Hey, this looks like really cool. I bought it for $4. Yep, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're like
0: you're like that that one like reasonably wealthy guy who buys like 16 Chevy Novas that are all broken down, and he's like, I might have a use for them someday, and they just they
2: just rot in your garage. Right, or the, the the person with the closet full of clothes and shoes and has nothing to wear.
0: I have nothing to play. My sister-in-law wears every single pair of those shoes. <laughs> On every her Every single feet?
2: pair of those shoes.
0: <clears throat> no.
2: Right. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I've where hit a point. Runners are. <laughs> <laughs> There's the theme of this podcast. She uses him as a bra. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so, yeah, I finished I finished up the Surge games, which I very much enjoyed. I, I like, binged those pretty hard. And didn't have a game on deck to, to switch to. So I'm, like, in game limbo right now. Explains why you w-
0: sent me the message to play Neo today.
2: Yeah, you know, I like I'm still in that kind of game, like that third person, third person, difficult combat type game mode. I went through the list. I I have a lot of games that I bought a while ago, like 2014 kind of thing, Mm -hmm. Um, played them for a while, lost interest. So I fired a few of those back up, played them for a while, remembered why I lost interest. (laughs) And, you know, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not really interested in that game. Like, the game Kingdom Come Deliverance. Very cool. Like, they, they put a lot of work into this game. It's a beautiful game. Graphics. It's, uh, it's very period, right? So everybody's dirty. There's, you know, the roads are dirt. Like, there's a lot of um, heraldry and, like, certain types of etiquette that you have to behave around lords and royalty and things like that. I am um, Arthur,
1: King of the Britons. What's a Briton?
2: <laughs> You're all Britons. And the the combat is is they tried to make some some sense of realism, right? So like you have to do certain types of attacks to damage certain enemies wearing certain types of armor and things like that. Couldn't get into it. It was it was such a well made game. I just is it just too many interested. people
0: that sound like they're in the middle of chewing through a pierogi? Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, um, you just you made it, you, Danny. You just made it sound like you're like it was a really well made game, uh, perfect. In fact, it didn't need me to play it. It was that good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. not great for me,
2: but just couldn't keep my attention. Um, so yeah, I, I went down the list and I, I ended up. I'm up on Watchdogs too. Like this one was one that I really enjoyed. Actually, it's funny. I have enjoyed all of the Grand Theft Auto clone games. Mm-hmm. Sleeping Dogs, Watch Dogs. Um, I've enjoyed all of them except Grand Theft Auto. Like, it's cool, but I never really got that into it, and I've not finished a single it's Grand Theft so Auto game.
0: fucking boring. Right? It <laughs> is, like, like, there's no real consequences. I mean, you... <laughs> You go up and stab a hooker, and then you steal a car, and then you shoot a cop. And the only thing to, like, denote that is five flashing stars in the upper right, and you have to do a chase scene. Like, it's so boring. It's just, right. it's so... Yeah.
2: But, like, uh, Sleeping Dogs had a really cool, like, martial arts combat system. <clears throat> Watch Dogs, you get to hack things, and... Um... Yeah, that's about it. You just get to find out who's, like, a pervert, and, you know... <laughs> <laughs> who's do you feel
0: judged uh, yeah it's like oh
2: i never hacked myself <laughs> the, the worst kind of judgment self-judgment <laughs>
0: yeah, this looks like my apartment <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um i didn't i didn't continue playing Watchdogs because of the multiplayer element i was like oh i want to save this one for somebody who might want to play it with me and i'm the only person i know that owns it so i just <laughs> never got around to it so i'm like i fired that one back up it's like all right cool this one will buy me some time until the next Steam sale, and I can get some single-player games to stack up. <laughs> um, Forty single-player games. And Neo um, Two is on that list, which is a reason I reached out to you. It's like, oh yeah, I want to get Neo Two, but I haven't finished Neo One yet, and I'm not going to do that alone. Since yeah. I started it with you, I don't really. I mean, why would I finish it by myself? That friggin' game.
0: Like, so I got through the original game, and be you know, beat the final boss and. You know The, the way that, the, that that game goes is you get the New Game Plus, but before you do New Game Plus, you can journey on to the DLC stuff, and I feel like I just want to play the New Game Plus because they change enough about the way that the world works in the New Game Plus, and the DLC stuff is so freaking hard. Holy crap. And I am somebody that, you know, I know my way around a Souls-like. I mean... We've played hundreds of hours. I mean, there, there's probably over every single Souls-like between the two of us at least 1,500 hours worth of, mm-hmm. of playtime. At least. So running into the DLC portions of Neo were, were it was so very, very difficult. So having somebody else to play those through with will be uh, definitely a boon.
2: Well, and Neo suffers from one of my gaming pet peeves, and, and that's loop bloat. Loot bloat. Right. We talked about that already. Yeah. Uh, like I'm pretty sure I uh, I have a better weapon somewhere in the 300 things that I'm carrying, but I just don't want to go look for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I've been using the same weapon. I haven't been changing equipment because it's just at this point too much of a hassle. Sure. So don't want to get back into that subject, but yeah. So it's a new sensation for me to not have something single player to play like I got tons of multiplayer stuff constantly playing on the weekends but yeah like on my on my free time I like to games are my books right so I like to get into get into a game and yeah like I was sitting around just like kind of moping a little bit and pissing off the girlfriend she's like you need something to do I'm like I know I need a game <laughs> it's like I'll just go do something I'll go do the dishes <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do that with myself <laughs> I
0: like the idea that you're like I guess I'll just do chores instead <laughs> yeah. of anything else that I could do that's fun because
2: oh, I'm not a big tv watcher right like every now and then I'll get hooked on a show like there's some great shows out there that I'll do but I'll binge watch them in like yeah. a week and then I'm nope so I was like well I could go watch something Uh, there's nothing interesting to to me to watch that i haven't already seen sure sure yeah so my covid needs to fuck off so that i can like get out and see people and touch people (laughs) so that you know i slow down less that last please you get in trouble
1: for that before um
2: no No, it's always it's always consensual it was a dui
1: yeah Uh, he was talking about touching people yeah which he did after he got the DUI.
2: No, I'm very good at reading people. I know when and where to touch them. Ah. <laughs> oh. um, usually after the chloroform.
0: Under the fingernail is weird.
2: Just, some people want it there, though. They're like here, right here. Stop trying to put batteries
0: in people's colons. They're not actually Energizer bunnies, even if they run
2: like they are. Well, then they should stop complaining about being tired all the time. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's it. That's but yeah, That's my, that's that my gaming world in a... In a pinch.
0: Once again, my wife is. <laughs> Watch ready.
2: dogs to too, if yes. anybody wants to play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright, so everybody out there in uh, in in Radioland, uh send Danny all of your recommendations and he will have probably already played them. Five hundred and fifty one fucking games, dude. That's that's a lot.
2: I have an addiction. Uh, I, have a, I have a problem. Yeah, you does. I used
1: to put uh,
2: hoard porn in the same way when I was a teenager. Yeah, but now it's much like the gaming world. It's just all in one big folder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like, I, I don't have it, like, tucked away in different places. No more yeah. under you the guys, mattress guys have, or... You guys
0: don't like analog porn anymore? Mm. You don't
1: have, like, like, a, like, a folder underneath your bed?
0: Of clipped out lingerie catalogs?
1: No.
2: No, I mean, the... The joke is the... because I have <laughs> access to a computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like an old school sticking pages together.
0: I cut out their eyes
2: first. <laughs> Dirk. Wow. Dirk.
0: Yeah, that went, puts that went the dirty. lotion on its own skin and rubs it in with a circular motion. <laughs> oh. So, I played poker this last week. I'm on a journey, on a poker journey. I want to get good at that game. Uh, and I had a good I had a good night. I I went and was able to capitalize on some opportunities. For other gaming, I reinstalled Shadows of Mordor, which is a it's a Lord of the Rings game where you play a ranger captain who is on the Black Gate. And like your wife and son get murdered and you're on this like tale of revenge and it's all done before Sauron has his, you know, come to Mount Doom moment. And it's such a great like if you're if if you're wondering if there are great spaces for innovation in single player games, this is definitely one of them. I love playing Shadows of Mordor. Uh, the amount of things that the game does to allow you to feel like a badass, that are weighty and cinematic and a lot of fun to watch while you're playing it, the introduction of the nemesis system, which has every time that you're defeated. So you know it's a video game. So uh, and it's not a rogue like. So you don't start over from scratch when you die. You just go to a you know a, one of the checkpoints or save points or whatever you want to you want to call it and. You basically just start over from there <clears throat> with all of your stuff intact, basically. But the creature that kills you becomes a named creature in the game. So it becomes a nemesis. And these nemesis, nemesis, Nemes- nemesis. Nemesi? What's the, nemesai, what's the plural on that? The nemesai? Nemeside. Nemes- nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Nemeseman. <laughs> ne- Nemesiemens. <laughs> <laughs> what you got is you got a sack full of nemesemans. Why uh, do they anyways, come in sacks? They they grow in power. They get uh, they get you know they get named and they they become uh, a slightly more living breathing portion of a video of you know something that's you know it's it's a game. It's not alive, but the game does a great job of creating a world where you feel invested because your triumphs have lasting effect your failures have lasting effect but they're not lasting effects to uh great frustration like you know you die in dark souls all of your stuff your experience gets dropped in that spot, you have to go back to that spot and survive and pick it all back up again. If you fail to do that and die before you get back there, you lose all of that. So you are incentivized to spend and spend often, but in the rare cases where you can't, it can be unbelievably frustrating, especially when it's happened for like the 15th or 16th time. With this, there's a great in-game mechanic for not really penalizing you because it just adds to the flavor of the story, which is a ton of friggin' fun. So, uh, I loaded it up, have been playing that again, really enjoying it, really looking forward to playing the sequel to a Shadows of... Or, uh, I think it's War. Shadows of War. Middle Shadows of Shadows of, of War, uh, So I've got that loaded up and ready to go as soon as I finish with the other one. Um, <clears throat> really looking forward to, to finishing out and starting the second iteration of those games.
2: I enjoyed it. I haven't played Shadow of War yet. That's actually on my wish list. But, uh, well, there you go, Danny. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. And it does go on sale. I uh, played Gatos, uh, Shadows
1: of Mordor. I thought it was a really good game. It had a very uh, Assassin's Creed feel at times. Yeah, I mean, there, but, there's uh, certainly
0: stuff that they've taken from other games that they translated no, no, no. really, really, it's really well.
1: A, it's not a criticism. If you're going to like mimic a game, mimic a good game. Yeah. Um, the thing that I, I will say this, I like the uh, nemesis system because you you would get like, you would have a point in the game that now you need to go and take this area back. You need to go and like, you know, kill this guy and all those little followers and all that. It was, I thought it was a, I thought it was a well done game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, making use of previously constructed uh, geography, I think can be a real Point of strength. If you change things just enough to make it feel fresh, and having that kind of thing happen is is can can be a lot of fun. So yeah, really enjoying uh, Shadows of Mortar. Really gonna enjoy Shadows of War, I think. Um, and then the last bit of gaming news. So uh, last week I talked about getting out to play some Age of Sigmar. I was able to play some Age of Sigmar. I got uh, a last two a last unit of models painted. So I now have. Uh, three full units painted, and one general dude painted, which is the most I've ever had painted at any time on a gaming board at once. So I felt very, very cool about that because I was the only one that had that much stuff painted. Yeah, if
1: if this wasn't a gaming podcast... You would just be a huge nerd.
0: Yeah, no, I'd be Steve Carell from 40 Year Old Version going, Now I'm painting your silver pants blue. <laughs> and I'm going to pee on my own face in the morning. Nobody remembers that scene? I face? do. Yeah. Yeah. Wakes up with a heart on, sits down to pee, doesn't understand physics. <laughs> it's
1: like, dude. That is, so, by the way, that is a tough thing. I mean, if. I mean, if intelligent design is like an actual thing, then we've got to have a talk with our creator because what the whole sewage is space very, next very to a playground. <laughs> my entire, yeah, my entire, my entire pleasure center is also built around my sewage. I don't know who the hell thought that one
0: up. Yeah, why couldn't it have been like one of my elbows or something?
1: Yeah, why? Yeah, and I and I shouldn't have to wake up with the heart on and then have to go and like stand in the shower and pee against the wall because there's no other option other than. A handstand in front of the toilet.
0: I don't know. Just put a picture of John Stamos on the wall. How is that going to help?
2: Yeah, then his (laughs) erection (laughs) will never go away. That's just going to make it worse.
0: (laughs) But you get to pee on it now. Yay.
2: I never really understood that scene in 40-Year-Old Virgin where he's peeing in his own face. It's like, the dude's had a penis for 40 years. All right? Like, he's... (laughs) This is probably not unfamiliar territory. So I think he liked it. And that was intentional. (laughs)
0: So yeah, got out, played Age of Sigmar, had a great time doing it. The guys that I played with were, uh, were, were great. So, uh, played just small point level games, uh, and, and really enjoyed them. I'll, uh, think I'm going to upload some pictures of the models that I painted and hopefully we'll get, uh, Danny and Tiki to upload a couple pictures of their gaming exploits, some, some screenshots and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I think, uh. I think that's all I've got for, for gaming this week. I don't have anything that I'm really looking forward to except for Shadows of War and playing some more Age of Sigmar. I'd like to be able to get out once a week uh, to, to go play those. So, um, But, you know, as things open up um, and we continue to do social distancing, more people get vaccinated, I think all of these things are, are definitely a possibility. So, Oh, I, I did want to say uh, I kickstarted the Darkest Dungeon board game. And I am so looking forward to playing that. And I'm so looking forward to playing that with guys like you. Oh, guys like you. <laughs> the non-pants wearing crew. I love it. I love that. I'd love to do that. So, um, Darkest Dungeon. Take a look at the, the board game. If you haven't played the, the, the PC or console version, it is a fantastically fun game that... I had a really hard time getting into because I have never been able to identify with disposable groups of uh, player-controlled characters. I've only ever had games that I really, really liked playing where you played as one point-of-view character, and that was it. Uh, And Darkest Dungeon sort of takes that and throws it completely away and you're supposed to have a stable of characters that you run through dungeon scenarios and they go insane they get damaged they get hurt and none of these these are like often chronic slow healing issues while you're trying to delve into these dungeons uh in progressively more difficult uh formats so um so yeah, great game. Looking forward to playing that. Um, but other than that, I don't think I have anything else for this week's podcast.
2: Yeah, I think I'm good. Got ourselves a podcast. Think we got a podcast. A little bit of a long one. We went late. Yeah, we went a little went bit.
0: Pretty freaking late. But we had. We had that was some heavy partially stuff my
1: fault. That was partially my fault.
0: That's so. right. We had we had some really really heavy stuff to talk about. We got up so, to a uh, late start. Yeah, that's that's okay. Um, so like every single episode, we're gonna end this one. By talking about some mutual support groups, same ones that we always talk about uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org, 212 870 Moderation Management, Moderation.org, 212 Secular Organizations for Sobriety, SOS Sobriety.org, Smart Recovery, SmartRecovery.org, four four zero nine five one five three five seven. 951 5357, and Women for Sobriety womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. In addition to that, we are going to shout out the National Institute of Mental Health Information Resource Center. Their website is nimh.nih.gov, and their phone number is 1-866-615-6464. Tiki, you have a shout out as well.
1: Uh, shout out to PsychologyToday.com. Uh, it is a website to help find therapists and uh, help you get help. Uh, it will allow you to link up with therapists in your area. You can sort and filter by uh, particular types. So, for myself, uh, for example, I filtered by addiction therapy and bipolar, and that's how I found my uh, therapist. And that is PsychologyToday.com/us. Before we go
0: tonight, though, we're going to do a special shout-out to the Quit the Build podcast at quitthebuild.com. They're a gaming news podcast featuring pop culture, nostalgia, and much, much more. Go check them out, everybody. All right. Awesome. I think uh, I think that's all we've got for tonight uh, from the Save vs. Poison podcast. I'm Will.
1: I'm Tiki. And I'm Danny.
0: Remember, folks, apply liberally, spread with small circles and take care of yourselves. Good night.